0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Take the Black Live, your only interruption-free, non-stop feed for all things sci-fi, fantasy, movies, TV, books, robots, dinosaurs, uh, swords, lasers, we've never talked about one dinosaur on the show and I keep saying it. Uh, I am Dan Selke, the editor of winterscoming.net and I am here with Camilla Cerveo. From Bam Smack Pow, from WickNet itself, from around the fans at a Network, filling in for Daniel Roman, who is out today answering the siren call of opportunity. But he'll be back oh. next week. So we have Camilla here. Camilla, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Just uh, excited to eat some turkey and stuffing tomorrow right but, aren't we all yeah i know it's the it's the giving of thanks tomorrow and i'm very exciting and uh yeah just just excited to talk about stuff how are you
0: i'm good you know i'm excited for th- for thanksgiving too you know what i'm thankful for i'm thankful for great commenters like martha julie and andrew who are here in the chat commenting hey everybody good to see you uh, and I'm thankful for anybody who watches this show and gives us a like or a subscribe or a comment or a review. Because we appreciate it so much. All of these things are things that I and everyone are thankful for. And I'm also thankful for a bounty, a feast of news we can use and editorials we can pick over. I couldn't find a rhyme for that one. Um, and why don't we start, Camilla, uh, with this new episode of Take the Black Live. Hello, um, Ertaz, good to see you uh, in Westeros with House of the Dragon, as we often do, because there's some cool things going on. But we're going to talk about Invincible later, which I know I wanted to have you want to talk about that show because we both are love it a lot. I think you have some Star yeah. Wars opinions. We'll talk about what we're watching. We'll go lightning around. But first, let's do some House of the Dragon Game of Thrones winds of wintery news. Camilla, the second mm-hmm. season of Game of Thrones has, oh, sorry, of House of the Dragon has been filmed. They are over. They are editing it. And the last weekend, they partied down Westeros style with an after party, with a post wrap party, which looked pretty fun. For instance, this picture of a ice sculpture carved in the shape of a dragon.
1: Oh,
0: wow. I, ooh, I want it. I want to keep it in a in a refrigerated room in a house I don't own uh, forever and ever. I wanted every party I ever go to from now until eternity. I just like it a lot. <laughs> That is a good centerpiece.
1: Yeah. I just wonder how long it takes for it to melt.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I have no idea.
1: <laughs> Probably a while, but that's, that's really impressive. Yeah. I
0: love this. Yeah. It's fun. So the cast and crew get together, they, you know, party down. I mean, I, I, I guess all shows do this. Most Christmas parties. Aren't this fun. You got like the Targaryen banners hanging from the walls of the cast party which um, I note are um, the gold dragon banners of King Aegon, not the mm-hmm. red Targaryen banners of Rhaenyra. Right. This party was sponsored that's by right. the Greens. FYI, don't know if that means anything. Uh,
1: huh. even,
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably the ones that's gold's fun color. They even had like an yes. orchestra playing um, like the Game of Thrones, house, the dragon theme on the floor under a giant wow. faith, of the seven banner. Nice. Just a good time. I'm sure you earned it. Hope the season's good. We'll find that out um, early next summer when House of the Dragon mm-hmm. season two airs. Camilla, so are you? Was this wait too long? Like, is, is this, or are you used to like premiere shows taking forever to come out now? Or is, is this well, still too long?
1: It, it. I agree that it is long, but there were like I understand. I, well, no, they weren't affected at all, were they by the strikes? Not they found the loophole, really. right? Yeah. yeah,
0: they they mostly did. I mean, I'm sure it discombobulated them a little bit behind the scenes, but mostly yeah. they were able to keep filming on through through the tumult. Um, well, I
1: mean, but I think it's like, still, still, a still a giant
0: with, show with battles and stuff and special effects.
1: Yeah, still with with all the content they have to film with everything that is coming up, and, and you know, require multiple locations, moving around and mm-hmm. sets or you know, live places and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it's annoying that it takes this long, but. Unfortunately, in today's like entertainment world, that's kind of become the norm and I hate it. But if I wish it was a shorter wait for sure. But it's all right. It is what it is.
0: Also, House of the Dragon is a little different because there are some shows, like the Wheel of Time, for instance, I think like renewed a bunch of series ahead of time, like they were filming season three while they're while, like after they're filming season two. They don't have to wait for a renewal order. For All Mankind is this cool sci-fi show on Apple TV Plus that like three people and me watch um, and I think <laughs> it has a season out more or less every year because Apple TV Plus just throws all this money at it and just make mm-hmm. it I mean the back the, 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 the problem with that though is that if you put all this money into all these seasons up front to have them out once a year and then the show isn't a big hit then mm-hmm. you're left with egg on your face because you spent all this money after not a phenomenon Ooh, being a tv executive is hard
1: yeah i would not like to be in their shoes nothing
0: oh i'd love to
1: (laughs) you're like no i will i will do it i volunteer yeah Uh, no since you you did mention apple uh and with with all uh for all mankind um monarch here you go i'm talking about a dinosaur are you ready it's yes, like Godzilla, great. MonsterVerse, <laughs> MonsterVerse, uh, the Legendary Picture MonsterVerse show. And if you like dinosaurs, if you like Godzilla, like me and my kids who were screaming that they loved Godzilla, um, watch Monarch. It's so good. I'm very impressed.
0: <laughs> I want to hear about that later in the, uh, the what are you watching section. And thank God we've yeah, finally put sure. a dinosaur on this show. We never for have. Sure. Like, as I, mentioned yet. I
1: will put a dino on this show.
0: We also have um, a brief excursion into um, the latest in uh, an eternal march of quotes from George R. R. Martin, who went on uh, a, a live cast for a Portuguese magazine called Bang, where he hmm. and Bernard Cornwell, author of uh, the Saxon stories and the Warlord Chronicles, uh, just talked about their books. And I actually haven't watched the entire interview, but the quote that's getting pulled is just We'll get through this quick because it's not new. It's something he always says, the winds of winter, how's it going? I'm writing it. It's not done, blah, 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 blah. The main thing I'm actually writing, of course, it's the same thing. I wish I could write as fast as Bernard, but I'm 12 years late in this damn novel and I'm struggling with it. I have like 1,100 pages written, but I still have 100 more pages to go. It's a big mother of a book for whatever reason. Maybe I should have started writing smaller books when I began this, but it's tough. That's the main thing that dominates most of my working life. So do is, any comments? Oh, I, I've I love your that. voice
1: acting. I love your voice acting, by the way. You should be allowed to like speak for George R. R. Martin forever, because that was a very accurate. <laughs> I'd love to. I
0: would love to. <laughs> um. Uh, anybody who who needs a JRM voice actor, call me. Do you have any comments on that, or we just chalk this up to same day, different stuff? Or no way, sorry, different has, day, same stuff.
1: As as someone who has been writing a book for since Ooh. you know for twenty years, um, yeah, it happens. I mean, I, I I I feel bad. I understand. I get it. Sure, it it just happens that he wrote gigantic books, and that's what we expect now like you mm-hmm. said it's it's a mother of a book for whatever reason it's the it's Marvel. his own creation, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I get it, but we we would really like it if the book came out. It would be nice, but it is what it is with with things that come up and you lose inspiration, you you know lose motivation, all the stuff yeah. it just it just sucks uh, that it's a good book and series, and we want more.
0: Martha I was you think needs a muse um maybe it's me maybe it's one of you out there um who knows mostly i just i i feel like we hit this same story like once every month at least i don't have anything really new to say about it um yeah keep on trucking and we'll come back when we have some more to say um cool about your book too i'll i'll learn more about that later
1: and finally
0: (laughs) Oh, uh, bad thought. Studio says, "Would you rather him put stuff in the book that he second guess putting in there?" And personally, no. I, re- I mean, God, I, I, said, I said I wasn't going to talk about it, and here I am. Um, I don't mind that it takes forever. Take however long you need, then get it to me.
1: Yeah, I don't we just think to be much good. like
0: because I'm just tired of talking about it because I never have anything new to say. Yeah. But that's my basic feeling. Um, but yeah, yeah,
1: I'm cool. Go ahead.
0: Also, um, as we come up on the new year and the new i'll answer the other question in a second uh the holidays i just wanted to highlight check out this uh funko pop of a melting decayed um disease-ridden phantom of the opera mask wearing king viserys targaryen walking down to the iron throne on his on his last grand walk i don't usually like funko's um mm. That one is going to get that one. No,
1: I'm I'm definitely getting that. My collection is crying. So is my wallet. But my collection is crying for it right now. (laughs) I'm definitely going to get that.
0: That's coming out in, um, I think, like January. So after the holidays, there's actually a lot of merch coming out. That's all like kind of. Like as the season approaches, you can tell, like, oh, they're gonna have new Funkos out January. Oh, they're having a Game of Thrones tarot deck out in May. Oh, they're having a color book for House of the Dragon out in June. I wonder what's happening around that time of that year. So it's clearly like kind of ramping up to the release and getting some hoping to make some ancillary cash. really fast before we move on from westeros does the name hideo kojima mean anything to you
1: what is it hideo kojima H- um i believe yeah. he did uh oh my god video game i am blanking out
0: metal gear solid
1: metal gear solid yes yes yes, yes, yes.
0: I mean, it's yes. really It just was brand new he posted a picture of himself with dan weiss the creator of game of thrones and now people are saying like oh my god are they collaborating oh, no. uh maybe maybe not i have no idea um oh, nothing no. much. I just wanted to say that you think oh no? Why
1: oh no? Oh no. Oh no. I don't know. I'm always oh no when it comes to adaptations from video games that are very good. Um oh
0: I mean for Kojima, I think it could be him him going to work so. on the game, not the other way around. Not because you're working on a movie, but the Game of Thrones guy working on his game.
1: Oh, he's working on his game.
0: Nobody knows. Oh. It's just a picture. This is a oh. picture, no one knows the context. It's just um, the internet likes to speculate. I don't know if you've noticed
1: that. Oh no, I do too. That's that's what I just did, completely on the wrong side of the of the field there. <laughs> but no, I it, I would like to know if there's more behind said picture. Otherwise, pictures be pictures. <laughs>
0: and by the way, um, I I let Nicole's comment. So he's uh, ten of the 11ths of the way done. Yes, it would. Uh, <laughs> of, of course, Martin will make it complicated. And Bad Thought Studio asked, Do you think that the shows have any impact on what he wants to write? I think so. Like, he's George R. Martin is so odd. I swear we're going to move on. Because, like, he he once compared himself to uh, Outlander author Diana Gabaldon, who is able to, like, pretty much write anywhere. Like, she's going on tour in a hotel and she picks a, a computer and just writes, like, a chapter in her hotel room, or she's traveling, or she's doing this, doing that. Like Martin has to have like the room perfect and the temperature exactly right and the shutters drawn just so and the right music on it has to be here and he can't be traveling can't work on something else. I think he is easily just not just he's one of those guys who just like he his mind is like on a track and then if he's on another track he's on that track and he has to transfer back. He can't like flip tracks easily. Is, is right kind of no i, I agree him.
1: i agree he definitely uh he definitely looks like he gets i don't want to say easily distracted but easily distracted kind of I a say distracted
0: bit. i'd say that just if he's working on a tv show that's the mode he's in and he it's like turning a freighter to like get back to books he has to like really
1: pivot. yeah switch the gears i don't know yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can okay. hear the gears switching <laughs> yeah
0: Anything else you want to say about Game of Thrones, House the Dragon, George R. R. Martin, Westeros, Winter Winter or Move on to something else?
1: I agree with Nicole. That is the definition of ADHD. <laughs> hmm. so, yes. Yeah, possible. <laughs> okay. But no, no, nothing else to say. I've, I've said, I think I'm I'm. House of the Dragon, George R. R. Martin out just from like regular life conversations because really? all the same stuff, different day type of thing. <laughs> you know just waiting waiting
0: one of those Lots days of it'll be something different and we'll all just be thrilled to bits
1: Lord yeah oh yeah
0: there's coming For sure but you know one thing that you and I are thrilled about right now um is mm-hmm. the Amazon Prime video show Invincible which is an animated phenomenal? superhero super uh, ph- phenomenon. yeah I, I actually I agree animated superhero shows running on uh, amazon for two seasons now it's in the second season and it's popular it's about to go into its mid-season finale friday and i just think it's really really good and i wanted to get your thoughts camilla do you think this television show called invincible on amazon prime video is a good show or a bad show
1: it is incredible like it what? so this is how I, I was introduced to invincible i went to mm-hmm. comic con Saw this like mystery box thing that said Invincible. Asked what Invincible was. Was told what Invincible was. Sat down as soon as I got back from Comic Con. Watched the entire first season in one sitting.
0: Nice, nice, nice.
1: I was like, great. And then I got I got to watch second, the second season the day after, and <laughs> it was nice, nice to have like that continuation <laughs> uh, where I didn't have to wait. But it's one of the only shows that I there there hasn't been a bad episode. There has have only an episode. been like 11. What? I you mean, think... There have only been
0: like 11 episodes so far, but so far, right, yes, so not far. a bad one.
1: So far, no, not a bad episode. Um, I hope I didn't just jinx it. But it's it's one of those... If you, it, It's hard to explain. Like, it, it's got the cool stuff that, like, the boys has, but it's a lot more toned yes. down and a lot more relatable. Mm-hmm. A lot more relatable, and it shows you... Because, I mean... Um, Mark's a kid, and you you see like him go to college. you see him go through high school. you see like all this stuff that he he gets to do as a normal kid while still being invincible behind the scenes. And it's just it's cool to see just how just the, the thoughts and like all this stuff that they have to struggle with being a superhero and having who he has for a father who,, um, if you know me, I I love villains. I love villains. I hate Nolan with a fiery, burning passion. Really? Yes, he hits too close to hum with some things, and it's just like, no, ah. I just hate you. Don't talk to me. Don't appear on the screen. You know, except no, I do like when he appears on the screen because action.
0: I mean, yeah, he, he's he's definitely a good driving force. So basically, the story is about this kid, Mark Grayson, like you said, like a teenager who's also learned learned to be a superhero. He has a Superhero father named Omni-Man, Nolan, who ends up being not the man he'd claim to be. What I always say about Invincible is that it's kind of very traditional and straightforward, but also subversive at the same time. Like, there's nothing in it that is especially crazy new in a superhero genre. It's a young person who becomes a superhero and then fights off all manner of villains and we meet some of the villains, and he has, you know, struggles, and he he loses some battles, he wins some battles, he learns things, mm-hmm. he grows up. It's um whatever that word is for a coming of age story, but I don't know something about the way it does it, how it commits mm-hmm. to ideas that other superhero stories just kind of glide past, gives yeah. it a watchability that is so simple that i i feel like other shows aren't they're just like missing like so nolan his father omni man like the the evil superman cliche is very very old it like w- w- we have one on the boys with homelander we, we've had a mm-hmm. lot over the years and yet when invincible does it with his father omni man right there doing a little hand thing um it feels different it 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 Feels very direct. It's so kind of honest, it's personal. About- it's
1: personal. It does, yeah. It's it just feels very personal the whole entire show and the voice mm-hmm. actors like Sandra O. Oh, you they're have good. J.K. I don't remember his last name Simmons. And- Simmons. Simmons. He's great. He's great. <laughs> you have Steve and Yoon who does Mark. It's just like mm-hmm. the cast is they're they're excellent performers and that it translates seamlessly to the show. With just they are voice. a voice. Like it's it is a very
0: high profile voice cast for an animated oh, superhero yeah. show. Like you wouldn't think a show that kind of, you know, like looks like a really good version of something from the early two thousands would be able to mm-hmm. get that kind of cast. Like back when like Batman and Superman were on, like in the nineties, you weren't getting J.K. Simmons, Sandra O, oh, Oscar mm-hmm. nominee or winner, I forget, Stephen Wen. Um it's just a really well put together thing. And again, very straightforward, easy to understand. It also sprawls a lot, though. Like this season, season two has been a lot more like we have Invincible growing, but we also have Adam Eve dealing with her stuff. We have a whole <laughs> side quest about Alan the Alien, who I like a lot. but like Seth Rogue, another big abil- another big name. Uh, we yeah. have some multiverse villains just kind of in the background. We have a side story about a Martian who's undercover as
1: yeah. A shape-changing superhero. I, I,
0: I don't know where it's going, but it's really confident. I don't want to say it's Game of Thrones. That's just it has a lot of different stories going on at once. But um because that's not mm-hmm. invented by Game of Thrones or anything. But it's it, it's interesting to have that sort of sprawl, like all these different stories, some of which yeah. aren't at all like related to each other, running no. concurrently. Um, in a genre like the superhero animated show, I think you think of more as being a little simpler, like you have a story of the week, more to the next one. So that's cool and different. And the finale or the mid season finale airs this Friday. We can't do spoilers, but whoa, ooh, it's good. Ooh, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy for folks to see yeah.
1: it. It's good. You should watch the finale. The mid season finale, it was a, uh, yeah, I can't say anything
0: what do you think about uh the violence nay the ultra violence in the show Mm
1: -hmm. i love it um i don't i tend to not shy away from violence in movies to begin with um i love the boys and i love the level of violence that they bring because come on we're dealing with superheroes again love marvel marvel fangirl right here but superheroes destroy things and when things get destroyed or people get hurt or they get like cut there's actual injuries that come with that not just poof smoke you know what i mean Mm -hmm. or somebody gets it's nice to see the gritty side of this of a superhero story it's nice to see the actual destruction not nice but it's interesting it's it's engaging and immersive to me to see how these people just suffering from Omni Man doing his thing and and mm-hmm. the fights and everything. I I think it's essential because again, hey, especially chill. with all this like superhero movies back to back, this exhaustion that we're all feeling, feeling unfortunately. It's nice to see something fresh that like dares to be. In my opinion, they do doing better than the boys, and I love the boys, like. This show has mm-hmm. a, a better spot. It has a higher spot for me than, than the boys, just because of how well it, it's all done.
0: They're yeah. they're different. They're definitely comparable, those two, mm-hmm. and on the same network. It's so interesting that they that Amazon both mm-hmm. got these. Both like very good and distinct ultra-violent superhero mm-hmm. shows are both it, like and they're th- completely th- that's, different. Yeah, yeah, like like that's Amazon's brand now. It's like ultra-violent subverse yeah. superhero shows. I like the violence a lot because I, I I again it, it's something I feel like it's something like s- some of the DC movies or in the boys especially. you you expect violence in that. but again, Invincible kind of sells itself in some ways like a straightforward wholesome cartoon. like in the last episode, Mark goes to college there's a subplot about yeah. he has like a little like a doll like his kind of he's like a nerd he's like childhood nerd stuff. And like this goofy plot where like an alien bug appears to him in the form of his favorite mascot from his childhood science dog. And it's really silly and weird. And in the same episode, Alan gets his eye like punched out <sighs> his face. It's hanging by a string and he gets his arm lobbed off by a Viltramite. It's really bloody and gory and just like it, it all just kind of gets put next to each other. And mm-hmm. it, I, like I regularly watch the show go like, oh, oh, ooh. Which is, you know, kind of like wincing, like like you're watching somebody get like like their 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 head knocked around. They yeah, do a great job. I, I do think it's important.
1: They do. They definitely do. Especially they use the shock value so well. Like they use it. Sure. I knew that uh, going in that Omni Man was going to be bad because that's literally the first thing you find out. Like that's the first thing mm-hmm. you find out. But still, so the way what happened and all that, like my draw was on the floor. I was like, holy crap! Like, did really? And then, like with Alan, last episode, didn't oh see it coming. God. Was not happy about it. Was screaming at the TV because I didn't want it to happen. Like, I'm so sad. <laughs>
0: I am too. I looked <laughs> I'm up.
1: So sad. What three
0: survives? I, I, I was curious. I, w- I won't say anything. Um, but yeah, the violence is like I'll say that the violence is rendered with love. Like the people mm-hmm. who are doing that love this violence which is a little creepy. Mm-hmm. Maybe talk about their therapist, but it is, it does make a difference for us watching at home to like, you can oh, tell yeah. they really put a lot of thought and detail into just how gross this looks. Yeah. It's just a great show. And if you haven't watched it on Amazon prime video, and if you have the stomach for any of the stuff we're talking about, yeah. I recommend it because I have been enjoying that series and I hope it can go I, for a long time. Yeah. Oh, mine. Sorry. The creator, Robert Kirkman wants the show to be on once a year. Uh, so kind of a more old fashioned way of doing things. Oh, I hope um he gets his wish.
1: Yeah, I hope so too because it's it's a solid solid series, and I'm very curious to see where it goes from here. Um, and it's again, it's not for the faint of heart. So if you want to watch it, make no. sure you know what you're signing up for.
0: <laughs> I think it's worth it. No. All right, one hundred percent. Moving on, I hear that yes. you um sometimes enjoy to be watching a Star Wars.
1: Oh, are you going to tell me to go have a Star War? Here, go see a Star Wars. <laughs> go see a Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I uh, do like Star Wars a little bit.
0: Good. There's no reason about that. There's been some news lately, yeah. for instance. Um, I guess I'll, 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 there's kind of two things I want to touch on. Mm-hmm. First up. There's been word for a while that they're going to bring back Daisy Ridley, who played Rey in the Star Wars sequel trilogy, for a new movie. And apparently it's going forward. Um, she talked the other day about it, saying that she's knows the story, thinks it's really cool. Not what she expected. Um, doesn't, haven't seen the script yet. She thinks it'll be the next film coming out and that people will be very excited are you very excited over the prospect no. of a movie starring Ray from the Star Wars sequel trilogy?
1: It's nothing against not? Ray. Mm-hmm. It is nothing against Ray. My daughter's middle name is Ray. It's oh, nothing nice. against Ray. Um it's we need to move away from Skywalker saga or anything oh, remotely yeah. touching to Skywalker saga. I am so tired of Skywalker saga being expanded to the point where it's like past its elasticity point and it's going to explode because <laughs> it's just too much. It's too much. um I want to see things like High, Rep- uh, High Republic things. I want to see things from that happened in between the High Republic.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha.
1: Yeah, I want. I, I would like to see more High Republic stuff, like out and. Just, just things that aren't really touched much. We've touched Skywalker entirely too much. Keep your hands off, Skywalker. Go do something else. Know,
0: Skywalker <laughs> should get a restraining order against us. We need to stop touching yes.
1: it. Restraining order. That's what it needs, 100%.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I suppose I agree with you. Um, I mean, really, Star Wars is, kind of, is, is a bit of a mess just because I was going through to my head how many things they've gotten. Ca- I have no confidence that a Rey movie will happen because Ryan Johnson was going to make a Star Wars trilogy, canceled. Benioff and Weiss, the Game of Thrones, were going to make a Star Wars trilogy, canceled. Uh, Patty Jenkins is going to make a Rogue Squadron movie, canceled, put on hold. Kevin Feige is going to make a Star Wars movie. He just said it's not happening. So um, I guess the good news for you is I, I would give this um, less than 50% chance odds of happening given their track record.
1: Right. And I think that's good because if you look at the history of Star Wars, we got the three movies early on and then nothing happened for a good long time. And then from the time that things start happening again, till now the amount of content that they've put out versus the quality of the content and the quality of the story, it's like do better. Don't just use this franchise to milk money out of it. You know what I mean? Like it's precious for a lot of us, myself included. sure So, I just don't like seeing it mistreated.
0: I think Disney especially is learning that the hard way. We talked yeah. about um the the way they're kind of losing out on Marvel. We're not losing out, but just Marvel has been hitting like it's used to, and now they're talking about we got to slow this stuff down, which they do. Um I imagine they they're thinking the same thing about Star Wars. Uh, and it looks like they are trying to take corrective measures. For instance, they just installed uh, Dave Filoni, who has been with the franchise for a long time as the chief creative officer. So essentially, he'll be like to Star Wars, what Kevin Feige is to Marvel, the guy kind of in charge of everything, um, which could be good or bad, because he's the guy he made the Clone Wars, he made Rebels, he made the Mandalorian, he made he made Ahsoka, Some of that's good, some of that's bad. Um, At least there'll be like a steady hand on the helm. But it's like this (laughs) clash at all these studios where they have to, on the one hand, I mean, they're being told, we want a steady stream of uh, content that will keep people paying and subscribed forever. Then they're like, we want nothing but quality and quality matters more than quantity and it's important to just do it right and like i don't know if those two things can coexist honestly
1: they don't um, they can't coexist they can't and it's
0: kind of an with, impossible job they have
1: and with feloni still like being the the chief of what what was that again i'm sorry the creative director is creative of officer officer sorry i mean that's cool what, i appreciate uh, <laughs> just the title um minor detail um so it's just you know, everything he's come up with for Ahsoka and everything, like it's been great. Like Clone Wars, mm. I am a huge fan of Clone Wars 100%. It was great, amazing. But I've been so critical of Ahsoka because of little hiccups of the here and there in the lore. And I'm like, well, if you've changed things, you need to communicate that with everyone more than just making it so, like putting it on the TV show and saying it is what it is, this is what it is. You know, like I, I have a lot of gripes with his new stuff. And like, I don't want to see things like Obi-Wan Kenobi and Boba Fett that were just completely disappointing to just repeating itself again.
0: Yeah, neither do I. Um, I, get, I, I guess it depends on whether Disney... How, how badly do you really want to have something good if it means you have to give up something plentiful? Like, how serious right. are you actually about that? If you're serious... Maybe he can make something good. If if you only think, if, if 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 you only say you want something good until the next blank spot where there's no new Star Wars thing, then you panic and order something anyway. Then I don't think anything will change. So again, it's gonna I, it, it it might come down less to Filoni and more to the executives, the moving TV executives, which, as we said, have hard jobs. It's so hard to be movie, movie executive these days. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. so we'll see how it goes
1: yeah we'll have to see how it goes I know you could, I would love to see you as an executive yeah, I'd love to yeah. I can be a,
0: a TV executive I can be a George R. Martin impersonator at birthday parties, pop mitzvahs yes, you and
1: oh my astrology God. meetings <laughs> great, I love that
0: <laughs> and cons I'll just go on panels and just um say that I'm working on the wizard winner but it's difficult, I can do it, it'll be easy
1: all yeah, right, Camilla. Um,
0: and by the way, if any of you have any thoughts on this, feel free to sound off. We love interacting with all y'all, uh Camilla. Now that yeah. we talked about some fun stuff, anything mm-hmm. else you're out there watching or reading or even doing?
1: I am watching Monarch.
0: Oh yes, <laughs> King okay, okay. of Monsters. <laughs> what, what's the deal with Monarch? Because I am curious.
1: It's amazing. So basically, it picks right up uh right after uh, King of Monsters um Mm -hmm. where like rapture godzilla just completely leveled to francisco and it takes the story of some of the survivors and of monarch like people who came who um created monarch the company who has this roster on all these mutos and all these like legendary creatures and everything it takes them and it just puts the story like in the present and you know it shows how it was made and like there's a big mystery with um, one of like the, the son of one of the creators or two of the creators technically. And it's so cool because yeah, we get all the, like a lot of the monster action that we like. Um, Mm -hmm. But there's also really cool, like family drama and like a family, like um, I I really enjoy the character's growth so far. Like it's a lot of fun to, to watch these characters go. And there's one that I, Kind of took a little bit of time to grow on me, but now she's just kind of redeemed herself And it's, it's really neat. the The storytelling is great. it brings you like to the ba- to the past to the future or not to the future the, the present, <laughs> the past, the present, not the future. Back to the um, present. but it's really neat. It just explains a lot behind the monster verse and it starts I've I think we've already seen five or six monsters in the monster verse so far in the first season. Cool it's Nic- so cool and my kids are obsessed with it <laughs> so, yeah how it was, many episodes are great. out right now the third one literally just came out today
0: okay oh, huh. but after yeah. today
1: um it will come off will come out every friday um but exactly like great. for all mankind cool yes and it's Nicole very good said- mm-hmm. oh so sorry so sorry oh,
0: go, go, go ahead all right, go ahead
1: no it's it's very good um, I agree. The acting could be improved a little bit, especially like I'm thinking of Kate and a little bit of Kentaro. Kurt Russell is phenomenal, though. I love Kurt Russell in that. He makes me laugh a lot. And he Who's is Kurt Russell secret. play? He is playing Lee Godzilla? Shaw. No, not Godzilla. Lee Shaw. He's one of the guys who uh, started Monarch.
0: Cool. So. I didn't know he was in it.
1: That's awesome! Yeah, his son is in it too. His son's cast as younger him, Wyatt Russell. Perfect. He plays younger Lee, and it's so cool. It's amazing. Best casting decision ever. But it's very, it's very good so far. I really enjoy it.
0: Very nice. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad it's going well. Okay, so I'm watching uh, also on Apple TV Plus for all mankind. This sort of um Mm -hmm. alternate history. What if the U.S. and the Soviet Union never stopped the space race kind of thing? So uh, now it's the year 2003, and we have a colony on Mars, and we're doing a whole mix-up thing there. It's good. It's always been good. Rock-solid show. Good drama. Getting maybe a little too so operatic at times, but um, good, like, kind of real science-based Sci-fi where they try to make it like good. here's here's what you would need to actually get to Mars or make oxygen on Mars and do all this stuff. That is that is is pretty cool. It, it's cool. It was a good show. um Here's a question for you, I guess, because you just talked about Monarch. Do you feel like these Apple TV Plus shows, Monarch for All Mankind, which I, I take it are both good? Why do we ever see advertising? <laughs> oh, I still have to watch. That. I'm still gonna watch it. Oh my god, you both haven't watched it.
1: Severance? I
0: haven't. I'm busy. I will watch it's it. It's
1: so good. <laughs> you need to watch Severance. <laughs> I'm going to. I
0: definitely will watch Severance.
1: That that theme song is forever ingrained in my brain. It, I love the theme song. It just sets the tone and I just love the story. It's so good.
0: Too many folks have Recommended Made Severance to me that I can't not see it. So I will. But I, I, I guess we can lump severance in too. Do you feel like you we never hear about I, I feel like I never see advertisements for these shows. I feel I like these shows are not talked sure. about. Like in the way that I don't know what is getting talked about lately. I guess Ahsoka was like I saw Loki. lots of ads for that Loki. Okay, sure Loki yeah. was mildly discussed. It it, it 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 like trended on 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 the Twitter machine. Um, yeah. I saw ads for it. Why don't I ever see ads for like Monarch for for all mankind for Severance know. when a lot of them are quite good? Like these are good shows.
1: They are. They're very, And I, I have no idea why I never see any ads for them either. And even like, I have everything Apple. I have Apple TV on everything Apple that I have. Mm-hmm. And I don't see any like ads for it at all. I'm like, didn't even know Monarch was a thing until somebody told me about it. You know, yeah, it was, And
0: it's a big like investment of a thing. It's like a lot. Of, it is. And
1: these are like, you said, they're good shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said, they're good shows, especially Severance and, and Monarch. I haven't seen For All Mankind, but those two are definitely amazing.
0: American is really good. I I would definitely recommend it, and I, and I will one hundred percent watch Severance because a lot of folk have told me it's great. So and I trust. What do you? So god. Um, as Nicole says, yeah, there's too much content nowadays. Agreed, and I don't know how popular Apple TV Plus is compared to other streaming services. It must not be as popular. Somehow Ted Lasso like broke out and that got talked about. The morning show gets talked about a bit, but other than that, they have all these shows that are good that are just not being talked about. And it's, it's sad. sad. It's too sad. It uh, is sad. They should be.
1: They and should if be because a lot of people. Spread the
0: word I will.
1: Exactly, a lot of people need to hear about these shows because they, they need some quality content in their lives. So yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> I also finished. I I don't have it here with because I'm because I'm a stupid head, but um, I finished reading. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh. I guess. Thank you. I needed to hear that. Um, I finished reading the Three Body Problem, which is the sci-fi book oh. that. Game of Thrones showrunners David Benioff and Dan Weiss are adapting for Netflix next year in March. It premieres. I finished Uh reading it finally, and it is really cool. It's really different. It's interesting. I can definitely see it being kind of a a a a moody sort of um, dread filled uh, existential sci fi show about what if there's a credible threat of humanity being wiped out by a uh, More far more advanced alien species what are we going to do about it and again that's another one. that's like based in harder science like you can tell they did a lot of work i think the guy was a computer nerd or something um where they did a lot of work and like kind of really establishing what are these principles that are based in the real world that would lead to this story uh which mm-hmm. I, which is always fun because you know you you have star wars sci-fi on the one hand which is like it's the space wizards, Jedi's. And then you have Mother something a, a bit harder, um, like for your body problem or for all mankind. Star Trek, well I don't Star know. Star Trek
1: is not Star Trek is not realistic. No 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 no.
0: <laughs> yeah. Re- reverse the polarity and set phasers to it. I don't know about that. Yeah, but, um, set phasers
1: to fun, because that's what it that's what it is. It's not realistic. <laughs> But yeah
0: it's <laughs> um it's cool and, and, and i'm looking forward to it I, i'm i'm curious to see the game of Thrones showrunners back with like a big show i wonder how that'll go um and the book is great and i recommend it it was a it was an, an engrossing enveloping thought-provoking read the three body problem I'm, by xi Jin Liu.
1: i will uh probably have to check that out but the way that you described how accurate it is makes me think of the expanse and it makes me sad that that series yeah. ended event-
0: <laughs> so. it, it, it had a good long life it was a good six seasons oh yeah that oh, yeah. might come back who knows but yeah uh anything else you're reading or watching you want to talk about
1: i unfortunately don't read much at all which i wish i did um
0: no i don't either it's how- daniel he like makes me savory he's like he, he likes these freaking like,
1: books he inhales yeah. books all the mm-hmm. time it's respect mm-hmm. um but no i'm lungs. just i'm Playing Baldur's Gate, playing D&D, cool. playing stuff.
0: Just, yeah, that's about it. Really? What if about you? What there, are you doing? I just told you. I'm watching For All Mankind and reading the Three d body problems.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Andrew's watching Santa Clauses too. Andrew, how is that? We'd be curious to know. But for now, why don't we move on to our final segment of the week, The world-famous, maybe even universe-famous at this point, if the Tricelarans are watching. Uh, Wick News lightning round, where we go through a battery of stories we didn't have time to get to in the main body of the show and give our 20-second, no less, no more opinions on those bullet points. And Andrew thinks that Santa Claus's two, season two, is okay. Good. All right. Um, for this one, I believe I did arrange these roughly because you're a special guest. I'm going to ask you first, Camilla. Okay. Are you ready to play?
1: I'm. Lewis I'm ready to, mm-hmm. ready to go. Let's do
0: it. Okay, Camilla, your 20 second reaction. Uh, Nicholas Holt has probably been cast as Lex Luthor in the next mainline Superman film, Superman Legacy.
1: Happy, very happy about it because Jesse it. did not do a good. Like Luthor, but he yeah, weird. Nicholas helped is a really good beast, so I think he'd make a good mm-hmm. Lex Luthor.
0: <laughs> so I think yeah, it's good. I'm on board with it.
1: He's a good actor, yeah. and he yeah he, he was He's bald in Mad next
0: to Fury Road, so you know maybe yeah. was shave his head again and it'll be fine. A bit younger yeah. than, I, than I was thinking, but I I, I can live with it.
1: Rock on. yeah, yeah, I like, I like. It. Well, Dan, did you know that the uh, Hunger Games prequel make Ooh, about a wow. hundred? Uh, 100- that 100 million over the weekend and
0: the Marvels dropped by 70% yeah um, the Hunger in this movie the Ballad of Songbirds and the Snakes did pretty well like 100 million dollars I didn't see it but like and then the Marvels is a bomb it is a it's the first it's a bomb it, it, it's not like underperforming so it is yeah. not making back its budget it's bomb mean, like and that yeah. I think it's the first one to ever do that superheroes are over, yeah. over.
1: it makes me sad everybody,
0: everybody panic everybody panic um all right camilla we're we're, yes. we're, we're we're rocking through this um chris pine who was in some star trek movies uh is pretty confident quote that that dungeons and dragons movie he was in will get a sequel does this make you feel what
1: that makes me feel warm and fuzzy because I loved the D- Dungeons and Dragons uh, movie as an avid D&D player and Chris Pine is gorgeous. Please put him back on there. Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yes, I would love a, a, I think the world needs a, D- a second D&D movie, just like you said. The world needs another one. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Rock on. Yeah. Wow. Uh, how do you feel about TBS canceling Miracle Workers after four seasons? Aww.
0: I'm a little sad. I- I've watched that show periodically. That's a show where Danny Rakham Super Shemi like it-, it, it like changes every single season where it's like they're in heaven, then they're in the old west, and they're in the doctors, then they're in Mad Max style. And um I like that it exists more than I like it. I've I like kind of smile. I don't laugh when I've watched it, but it's nice. And it's too bad that I think like the only scripted thing left there is fam- is uh, American Dad now. Just I'm I I I'm am i am sad to see a, a-, a nice show cancel. But Yeah. Hi, Miracle Workers. See ya. Uh, speaking of cancellations, Netflix has canceled Shadow and Bone, the adaptation of Labor de fantasy novels after two seasons. Also, the Six of Crows spinoff is kaput. Thoughts?
1: I've never seen Shadow and Bone, but I know a lot of my friends did, and they are very mm. sad. Very, very, mm. very sad. I hate the whole canceling shows after people like it. Netflix and everyone else doing it. Yeah. that's about all i can say about it because i never see yeah that.
0: yeah i gotcha i i went to the first season not the second i thought it was fine uh but yeah r.i.p that one too
1: mm-hmm. lots of
0: people falling dead th- today
1: also um speaking of second seasons and things what if season two is coming on december 22nd uh-huh. one episode per day how do you feel about that
0: <laughs> i don't really care about the show this is the one where it's like every episode is a different Marvel to Ultimate Universe. But I do like heart. the idea of one episode per day. I think that's cool. Why not? Like, you know, we're trying like one a week. That's too much. Mm-hmm. Drop it all at once. That's just too much of a splurge. Why not one day? Watch one a day. That could be fun. Feel like the holiday season when you're all like doing nothing. Yeah, I kind of like that idea.
1: It will be fun, it's especially for those who have to watch it every day to review it.
0: <laughs> ah, yes that can be tricky for you that will be but. fun
1: <laughs> but no I'm, um, I'm excited about that one too I'm excited about that one too yeah,
0: all about people who like it uh, moving right along we are blasting through this lightning round da- usually Daniel and I are way too lackadaisical about it this is good uh,
1: I have anxiety <laughs> all right. well your
0: anxiety is going really kind to of useful uh, Camilla Pedro Pascal <laughs> yeah. who's been in like every other movie and TV show for a few years now uh, is reportedly in talks to play Reed Richards, a.k.a. Mr. Fantastic, in Marvel's upcoming Fantastic Four movie, yay or nay?
1: There's nothing more than I would like than to see professional internet daddy Pedro Pascal <laughs> play in a Fantastic Four movie. Rich. I'm all for it. I'm all for
0: it. <laughs> you don't think he's getting a bit overexposed?
1: Yes, he he is getting very overexposed, but he's a good actor. He completely he transforms himself in every role. Like Oberin is not like Last of Us guy Joel. Like you can't mm-hmm. you can't compare his his roles, they're very different. So I think <laughs> his, I think he his, does a good his
0: job. his elasticity, if you will.
1: Yes. Oh, oh, his elasticity. I see what you did there. Oh. Uh-huh. Well, um speaking of uh, being deceased because of your amazing pun, um The Walking Dead, <laughs> The Ones Who Live premieres on february 25th are you gonna watch that
0: you know i did watch the first walking dead show for for many years and i i I know that this new show has rick and michonne in it like it's their show so um i could theoretically watch this i don't think i probably will but i'm very happy that folks are gonna get like folks who love this series from way back are gonna get this big reunion that's great for them
1: yes Awesome!
0: Oh, my God. Camilla, that was our show. Thanks for coming here.
1: Wow, really? Wow, record time. <laughs> yeah, no, it did
0: not a time for the minutes, but it's about good. It flew by. Yes. I had a nice time. Did you have a nice time?
1: Oh, I had a, a wonderful time. Yes.
0: And I hope all of you out there watching in Cometland had a nice time, too. And if you have a nice time, feel free to like, comment, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. And if you just can't get enough of us, uh, we're here every Wednesday at 2 p.m. central standard time. <laughs> I mean we like the collective we is in like the take the black team which includes Camilla adjunct professor Camilla Cerveo, uh <laughs> myself and Daniel Roman um are here every Wednesday 2 p.m. CST uh on the winners my YouTube and Facebook channels giving you the straight poop on sci-fi fantasy movies and TV. Uh we also are available in podcast form wherever podcasts are available be it google play itunes or anything else so we'll see you guys later thank you for watching bye julie bye nicole bye andrew bye everyone thanks for watching and to daniel roman um keeping you in our thoughts tonight. hope everything goes okay this podcast is brought to you by fansiting join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture
1: and everything in between